Welcome to the Paddock, the official podcast of the Georgia Tech Premier League. This is JP Shivanandan. Pause, 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 pause. Say it like you won four championships in the last. Yeah, I don't need a gloat. Years. I don't need a gloat. No, say it with some vigor. It sounds like you're about to give an engineering presentation. Yeah, that's what I do. Hold on. Okay, do it again. My... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta. I'm driving at the moment, so it's a little. Okay, tough. so speed up and say it. What do you mean, speed up? Yeah, it'll make you a little more aggressive. All right. Welcome to the Paddock, the official podcast of the Georgia Tech Premier League. This is your host, J.P. Shivanandan, the winningest uh, Georgia Tech Premier League player of all time, uh, here to lay down the deets with you guys and talk the talk. And this is Anil Danat Sacco. Just want to make that clear for everybody. J.P., Great intro. I mean, my God, four championships. That's pretty crazy. Uh, you yeah. know, usually in a in a trophy uh, ceremony, there's sponsors and they hand off the trophy to the champion, but you already own it. So why don't you just go ahead and give us your trophy speech? Yeah, honestly, this I I I think. This was an unexpected one. Uh, it was definitely one that I had sort of been like, it would be nice to have, uh, but um, I was not going into the final week being like, I'm going to be the four-time champion and back-to-back champion. Um, definitely very uh, thankful to my team for pulling out an amazing week, uh, sub two players. Uh, you know, it was a very, uh, tough, uh, Monday night game and wish everyone the best there. But, um, luckily we did not have to deal with any logistical modifications due to the outcome of that game. Uh, and so, yeah, I think, uh, my strategy this year was, uh, sticking with my, uh, power players and, uh, they performed when they needed to. Uh, I think the summary for me this year was not about doing the best, but just about doing good enough. Um, and so, yeah. I think, what did uh, you think when you were walking into that week? I mean, there was a lot of buildup. Your opponent, your finals opponent had just come out. I think it was like 130 something point week. There was a little bit of resistance, but uh, you know, he dominated at the end. He had like five number one players at their positions. You had a roster. It was it was honestly a long ass shot for you to win. You didn't really even say anything the whole week. And even during the waivers, I tell you the strategy to eliminate the top waiver ads to prevent you from Re, you know, refilling on your running back slots and shit. I mean, there were all these players that were taken. You put like a $50 bid in for Gronk, who's not even active. How did you have so much confidence walking into this matchup that the team you had already on paper was going to win the whole thing? 
Yeah, I think, yeah, so this is where I think you look at both my wins. I was the underdog in both of them, and I think I prefer that scenario much more than being the top dog. I think you have more to lose when you're the top dog, and when you're but the you underdog. But you didn't even you put a nothing. claim in for a guy that may have potentially done better than what I thought were scrubs that you were holding on to. So I mean, I think you I didn't even put a bid. You didn't even put a bid in. Yeah, I well, because I knew I had most of those guys for most of the season. I knew what sort of performances they would do. I but had Jarek like, McKinnon. How? I mean, just walk me through it. Just walk me through. How does Jarek McKinnon? How did you? How did you know that he's going to become a starter? I mean, there's honestly, it had to have just been a dice roll that worked out. Like what? What did you look at that said, oh, my God, this is the guy that's going to win me the whole thing? Yeah, honestly, it was uh, it's just like sort of reading their bios. And I think what, sort of, what about his bio? What the fuck? Well, no, you, you get the like the, the updates from Sleeper on like what what's their situation? Like what's the outlook looking like? And like reading between the lines on that. And I have part of my strategy. There's like a little bit there. I think. Some of these teams have like, uh, like sort of backroom conversations where they're like, "Oh man, we gave the ball to give this guy a touchdown last week. We didn't give it to you, so this week we're going to give you a touchdown this week." So, I think there's like some of the situation where like, like if your guy's going through a drought, it's the best time to play him because like there's definitely some logistics going on in the background where like the team's going to be like, yeah, we're going to give him the ball this week. And I think that's what happened for a few of my players. Like a few of my players had droughts the previous weeks. And then you look at the final week and it's like, bam, they went up. And so that, I mean, but that's the team I had this year. That's the team. Like you look at my whole season. I was, I had the 175 week and then I had like an 88 week, right? Like I was on the, uh, on the edge the whole week. Either my team was going to get all the points or they were going to get none of them. You also, and like the one week, yeah, Josh yeah, Allen I, just carried my whole team the one week. You know, like I had defenses come in and carry my team for weeks. Like, uh, it's just like you just pick and choose. It's just like the chemistry and I think the was last there. Week, I think we can summarize that the chemistry is there. But let me ask, let me just, we just want to, we just want to glance in the champion's mind for a second. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey and TJ Hawkinson. There's very honestly, there's in, in the NFL compared to all other sports, the actual in NFL trade market is, is not high volume at all. It's extremely low volume. Rarely trades happen. You happen to have two players that actually change teams in the same season, pretty shocking. Did you not feel any type of way when these players were moved? Did you actually know that they were going to get a boost? Yeah, I definitely have my concerns with that. I've definitely had players in the past where they've gotten traded and ended up being complete duds. Um, like You didn't make any trades in actual fantasy at all except – the Gibson for Kyle Pitts. No, 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 no. I made a trade with Michael Miller. What did you trade for? We traded uh, running backs, or no, wide receivers, and he got a defense. I traded okay. up for Chris Godwin from Mike Evans. Yeah. Interesting. 
Um, but yeah, most of it was waiver wire pickups or changes. But yeah, pretty much stuck with the Yeah, I got kudos. kudos Honestly, that yeah, that was a big. I think that ended up coming out in my favor because I think Evans was better the uh, semifinals week, but Godwin was better the finals week, which is what I needed. Well, I think it's safe to say it's not just me, but probably nine other people will apologize on behalf of being unfamiliar with your game. It's just shocking that you were able to take down such a roster and you didn't even you didn't even add a waiver. You didn't even need a quarterback. You didn't even need a kicker. You embarrassed somebody who has never won a championship, who thought the entire season that if they just stay humble, they don't talk shit, they keep their heads down. They'll just be rewarded with the trophy. But instead, they were embarrassed. It's it's unbelievable. The league apologizes to you. Congratulations. All right. Thank you. Yeah, and that, I, I think it yeah, just shows what uh, experience in the playoffs uh, comes into play. Like, you know, the mindset <laughs> that you go through consistently being in playoffs. And uh, knowing how to deal with the pressure uh, is just like a big, uh, you know, that's why you got to stay in the top. Otherwise, you, not, none of these tanking seasons. You don't see me tanking. I'm always, I'm always vibing. On that note, why don't we bring our guest, the donkey of GTPL, your 2022 runner-up, David Bysmith. How, how does Joe end up getting me on this? It's been a few weeks. We didn't want to be extremely rude. You know, I think the worst is beyond us now. I think all the slander, all the call-outs are done. They're worn out. So you're okay. But why don't you, why don't you talk us through just a little bit of how you're feeling? And then, instead of sulking on the loss... I want to talk through some what if scenarios because there were a lot of small moments that could have had huge effects. And uh, I think it's fair. We talk some through those. So David, why don't you just talk us through where you're at right now? What's your headspace? Um, I've taken a lot of time to process and I think I'm still working through some things. Um, I mean, honestly, you got to trust the process, not the results. And I have no regrets on this season. Like, I don't think there's any, like I had the perfect season. And even in the finals, I put up a respectable fight. So like, what more can I wish for? And I think what I'm coming to now is, how do I move forward from here? Like, how do I respond to this? Do I go into another season trying to be humble again? Like, absolutely not. You wasted an entire year's worth of demonstrating how much better your team was than everybody. 
and you got nothing to show for it except the commissioner's cup. You got a lot of money. I think you came out with more money than I did. JP, you want to talk about money? You received the biggest payout <laughs> in GTPL history. Um, yeah, I, the money. Well, it would be interesting to look at it over all years. You would definitely have the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're stealing from the poor. It's, it's extremely distasteful. It's uh, it's so ironic. That it's the GoFundMe from SpaceX. <laughs> it was really ironic to me that the entire season, everyone hated on me. Everyone put a target on my back, was praying for my demise. And then the one week where the tide turns and people are sending me positive texts, people are wishing for my success. That's the reason where I come up short. I think that the finals was kind of a test of faith versus fortune and fortune won. And so what I learned from all of this is that there is no God. There's there's no reason to be humble. Breaking news, I was never humble. I, I, <laughs> I had the greatest team of all time this season. <laughs> And I hate I hate each and every one of you. I would I I prayed for your demise every week. Well, it'll be interesting to see the 2023, David. Well, hang on. We're not done with the we're not done. I don't know. I don't know if this is a villain origin story, but we'll see what we'll so see. So there were happens. a lot of what ifs though. What if this happened? What if that happened? What would have transpired? I want to bring us back to that fateful day Jameson Williams was exchanged for DJ Moore. Okay. Jameson Williams in week 17 put up, I think, one point. DJ Moore would have brought you over the top. That's number one. Should you have reversed that trade when I gave you Option after option. No, because for a couple of reasons. The first is, even if DJ Moore had been on my roster going into the finals, I don't think there's a scenario where... You would have started him. Who would I have started him over? Whoever the flex was. Miles Sanders? I don't think I would have... Yes, Miles Sanders. No, I wouldn't have started him over Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is one of the most frustrating players I had on my roster this year. But there were weeks, there were weeks where I was willing, to, I was ready to you give played up. Played it him. too safe, and I played. You him. didn't play the game like you had everything to lose. I did. That, do that was the, the difference. Week. I did. That was week. the difference. Okay, number two, you traded Mark Andrews and Penny Stocks for Travis Kelsey. The bona fide number one tight end in this league. Mark Andrews doubled Kelsey's score in week 17. He would have brought you within a point of beating JP. Do you regret trading that? I mean, look me in the eyes and tell me you wouldn't have made that trade. I may not have. Maybe you should have just been calm 
when you knew you were being gluttonous by raping Keller like that. Yeah, you were the one that was crying crying for help because you thought Keller had gifted me the the championship. I did, but I you didn't want to do anything about it. Don't you regret that? You could have had that championship. I wish Jarek McKinnon had torn an ACL or something he going was into the playoffs. He was going to score every single week for the last six weeks. And I thought Travis Kelsey was like guaranteed at least a touchdown a week. And I never saw the fruits of that. Because it transferred over to Jared McKinnon. It's a tragedy. The other what if is if Darren and I had never done the trade, would I have made the playoffs? And I tried no, to talk that. You're not talking about that. <laughs> We're not talking about that. This is on me and David. We're not talking about you and Neil. Fine, Get out of here. Fine. here. No, I want to give a what if. What if Anil loses to Larry in the We're not reflecting Bowl? on the bottom. Would it still We're be worth it? Would it still be worth it, Anil? The good thing it didn't happen. <laughs> All right, let's look forward to 2023. You missed a giant what if. What, what other what if do you want to hit? What if I had started Jared Goff or, or there was some other combination where you needed Jared Goff and Mark Andrews. Okay. Let's say I had both of them and we end up in a situation where I win. Oh my God. How did I skip over this? Yeah. Yeah. Hit this, hit I this. win. If we stick with the result of the Monday night game. No. So this is where I usually hate JP. But I'm going to come to his defense here. And I'm going to say, well, actually, I'm not coming to his defense. I'm screwing him over. I'm going to say the finals would have been as is, meaning JP would not have gotten week 18 stats for Josh Allen and the kicker. Because every single player that we start carries like a point you know, zero 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 one percent chance that their game is going to get canceled. And unfortunately for JP, that happened. And so the scores would stay as is. That's that. And, and I, don't, I don't think there's a way to disagree with that. JP, what would have been your argument? Wait, hold on. You guys cut out. What was it again? If if the the canceled game would have impacted your ability to win. Oh, I would have thrown a fucking fit. <laughs> I would have lost my shit. If, what do you think if, the like, appropriate um response would have should have been by the league, by the powers that be? Well this I this is probably something we should include in the summit, but I my recommendation would be to do the average of the shoulder weeks. No way, dude. The game is over, the week is over. It sucks, but that's his score. Every player has a chance of getting injured, every game has a chance of getting canceled. No, I that's fact. I think I think as if more than three quarters of the game gets played, you leave the score. No way, you just no, no, because Josh Allen they played less than a quarter of the game. They played less than a quarter in the first minute of the game. Would you still say the same thing? No, you would. Yeah, but that's that player. The game still went on. He he was he's a captain on the Bills. 
He agreed to the canceling of the game. Hmm. I think I think it's different when the whole team gets shut down versus an individual player. I, Every okay. game has a microscopic risk of getting canceled. Every no. single game. Every single no, game. COVID. During COVID, they did so many. Uh, a, re- a random re- terrorist act could happen on any of the 32 teams. And they would there. reschedule that shit so that uh, people could, like, they'd be like, fuck terrorism. We can overcome it. No, no, JP, no. No. Every single game carries a risk of getting canceled. And it's highly unfortunate that it would happen. But we would not do any averaging. We would not do any math gymnastics to give you 20 points on top of whatever you had. There's just no way that's happening. Here's my kind of contradictory answer. So if this had occurred during a regular season game or yeah, a regular fantasy season game. So like, let's say it's week six, something crazy happens. A game is like canceled. In that case, I think I would be fine with just keeping the scores as is and saying tough luck. But because this was literally the final game of championship week, not even it doesn't even necessarily have to no, be the final game. No, because this is championship week. Not. I don't think the championship should be determined on an asterisk of yes. that ma- of that magnitude. No, now, like obviously any week, any player can get injured and it sucks. It's like dang, they you know they were projected for twelve points, but they only got two points. But with the entire game being canceled, I think. I wouldn't After want. That, I wouldn't the, want the championship. The finals. To on it's that. it's it's loud and clear. The finals is based on the week seventeen stats. I don't. I think in this case, with such a extreme ex, uh, like situation, I would have been fine with See, counting. I don't JP's believe you would have been this points. humble when you have a trophy in with one hand on the trophy. Saying all this, it's I don't a tough you would have call to make, but that's what I get paid the big bucks for. <laughs> <laughs> I would never agree to that. I would absolutely never agree to that. Well, that's why I think we got to discuss this at the summit, which is, I think, a good. We don't. No don't, one is. No one else is going to die on the field. One person dies on the field every fifty years. That's we're done. We passed it. Now it's fine. It's not going to happen again. I like See, tackling. I like tackling these types of issues head on when they occur. I don't think we need to like have an emergency plan in place. Mm. Just I throw, think throw me blindly into the chaos. That would be the most bullshit championship I've ever seen. You, you thought you think if, it'd be if, less uh, bullshit if I had my top player not it's get It's the same points. as them getting injured. It's the But he's not injured. Anil, you would hold it doesn't that over, matter the you game would hold that over. over my head for the rest of eternity. What did you say? You would hold an asterisk over my head for the rest of eternity. Of happened. course I would. All right. Yeah. What was your next question? <laughs> I, it was it was a look onward to 2023, but I wish you brought that topic up. That was actually the whole what if. I was just fucking spitballing. I had forgotten what it was. <laughs> you could have kept us on track the whole time. All right. What's the what's the look forward? It's obviously uh, my keeper situation. Oh my god. 
I have Jamar Chase. I have Jamar Chase, guys. We're gonna talk. We're we're not going into your stuff. We'll (laughs) save that for the summit. Save that for the pre-summit podcast. You can do that then. How about that, Anil? No, this is my segment. I'll give you uh, an in insight into the into the upgrades this year to the trophy. Uh, I am currently pursuing a base upgrade. Uh, in which all our names are going to be engraved into brass plaques. Are you putting the runner-ups also? No. Get that (laughs) shit out of here. First place loser? No. We're not putting that It's a joke. Yeah. Um, And so we're getting that upgraded, and so I'm getting some quotes. It's not actually that expensive. Uh, So we'll get a nice new base, and I'll send out a picture uh, the question is, do you guys want me to bring it to the summit uh, so everyone can gawk at it and then bring it I back? I haven't so... seen it in years, so yeah. Okay. With the summit or the live draft? The same the, shit. That's what he meant. The live draft, yeah. Oh, yeah, bring it. Bring the case and everything. Yeah. But I'm be walking through the airport with this bright orange pelican case. Look like a boss. You need a little... <laughs> They'll think it's little... like a bio supply. You need like one of those little handcu- handcuff things for it, too. Well, I have TSA locks for it, so like no oh, one perfect. can get into it. Yeah, he'll and then think, I he'll yeah. think there's cocaine stuffed in it somehow. <laughs> well, I'm wondering was because it's pretty heavy. Or is TSA going to be like this is a blunt force object? You can't bring it on the plane. No, it's safely stored. Yeah, I guess it's in a pelican case and like sealed or whatever. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It'll be exciting. Yeah, so the look forward to 2023 was the live draft to my keeper. But if I'm banned from talking about my keeper, we can talk a little bit about what does that live draft look like and what does the draft order game look like, JP? Oh, okay. So I have been doing some thinking on this, and I had two ideas in my mind okay before you say it it better not be wait till july it better not be it better be way (laughs) earlier than that no okay go go. so the first one was to like build on the seam of incredible luck and sort of do like a gambling thing so i don't think we've done like a casino theme uh in doing like poker like world series of poker or something like that um but I thought that was a little. That's eh. not random. Well, no, you could pick. You get you get assigned a player from the World Series of Poker, and then <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, let's see how far they get. Um, <laughs> but what I think I ultimately have decided on, and I let David know in case he's got any uh, nice sound bites. Uh, we're gonna go into the world of esports, uh, and so. I found a esports tournament that is based in Atlanta in March, I think, or May. Okay. And we're going to be assigned a random esports team uh, for from this tournament. And uh, the theme this year will be like sort of video games. And I think I'm choosing Super Smash Brawl uh, as the as the oh, theme. Oh, I love that idea. So we're going we're going uh nerdy on this shit and doing like video games as okay. the theme this okay, okay, okay. So I like this. Yeah. I like this. So you got it the, for those in Atlanta, 
you guys should get tickets to this. What is it called? I sent it to David. Uh, Momo few or something. Momocon. Yeah, Momocon or something. I think they hold that at the uh, Georgia World Congress Center. Yeah, Momocon. It's also great because it's started by GT alumni. So it's like tied into the whole thing. Okay, okay. So, Neil, I expect to see pictures of you at it and watching your esports team lose. Yeah, I do want to see them lose. I want to later pick this year's show. I'm about to drug one of y'all's teams. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna think, spike yeah. their what's that that Bengay cream? You're gonna spike that shit? Mm-hmm. A little, little something in their monster drink. Okay, I yeah. like that. I like that idea a lot. So, so, what do you think your Super Smash character would be, Anil? So you said I have to pick from Brawl, right? uh sure i don't know what i mean i would just stick with the og characters in okay my okay super smash okay 64 hold on let me look donkey kong obviously hell no <laughs> i might have to be samus i might have to be sam oh no i'll be fox i'll be fox i like that mm. i'd take I, samus I, I, I'll He's do Fox or I'll, or or I'll do um, Pikachu. David can be Yoshi. What? Yeah, <laughs> you can be you can be Yoshi. You're definitely Donkey Kong or no, Bowser. Hell no, or Bowser. <laughs> Bowser's not even in the original one. I thought Gosh. he is. No, oh, he's, he's in not. Brawl. No, uh, he's, he's in Melee. melee. He's, he's in Melee. melee. Oh, I like this idea. What would Joe be? I guess he would be Link. What would Michael be? They'd be the uh, Ice Twins. Luigi. What are the Iceberg dudes? They're not in in the OG. They're not in the OG. We've got Michael Miller as Luigi. We've got Darren as as Ness because of the baseball bat. Larry Hmm. will be Jigglypuff. Um, we'll have Austin because he's always goes to sleep early. <laughs> we'll have Austin be Kirby. We'll have Big Joe be Link. We'll have wait. So how does this work? We get a character and then yeah, we'll have what are they Joe, for the tournament? We'll have, no, no, you're putting me no, on. No, we'll no, have so... Little Joe as Mario, David as Yoshi, and then. JP as Samus, Anil as Fox. Am I missing anybody? I think that's it. Oh, Keller. Oh, we'll make Keller Pikachu. That makes sense. Yeah. No, so these are your like uh identity cards like that you do on the podcast stuff. But the oh, draft order. I I'm the I mean this so the theme for this year. I don't know. I got to think on it because I want to do something special for the 15th anniversary. Why is that a special number? 15 years. It's a milestone. 20 years. We'll wait till the 20 year. No. 15 years. We're doing a live draft. Fine. Yeah. You got to wait until you win it. (laughs) That'll be 40 years. (laughs) It'll be, it'll be his kid. 
Yoshi. This is perfect. He lays uh, his no, little but the meat eggs. Draft order, we're going to get assigned an eSports team, and depending yeah. on how far they make how it. How far in they the go tournament. in the tournament. Yeah. Are there going to be 10 sense. teams? How big are these tournaments? Yeah, it's pretty big. This is a big one. It's just individuals, though, or what is it? No, we'll just take the top seeds. Uh, there's two. There's two types. It's uh, player versus player and uh, 2v2. So we could get either individuals or player or like teams. We get, they they'll announce the bracket in like a couple months and then we can look then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like MomoCon is the thing you're talking about. Yep, that's what it is. So you guys should get tickets and go. Esports. What games do they even play? Is it going to be League of Legends and shit? I don't even know how that game works. They're doing Brawl. Oh, they are doing Brawl. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Maybe we can watch the Twitch stream or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I figured that was a little bit more fun than, like, the luck aspect. I couldn't think of anything else on luck. Well, Serious of Poker wasn't a bad idea. Yeah. He'll he'll save that for the year after. Yeah. Cause three P first three P. Woo. Give me the uh what is it? Turkey. Are you oh, talking oh about my. you're gonna win next year? He's thinking about his three P. Oh my god. Jeez. Do, you need to be careful. Do you know what happens to people that do well in this league? I go, I'm gonna I'm going to connect you with Little Joe. What happened to Little Joe? When you make deals with the devil. <laughs> He's happen. had a kid. Things That's happen. what's happened. <laughs> He's wait, is it the wrong anyone who has a kid? Hold on. Hold on. Is it the kid curse? Is this what we figured out? Anyone who has a kid doesn't win? Because Michael Miller hasn't won in a while. He has he ever won? Yeah, he has won. Yeah, his name's on the trophy. I mean, you've won like what four of the past six years, so it's not like there aren't that many other people that have won. No, I think it Big Joe was recent, and then I think Comer did his Keller. Two-peat. Keller was recent. Keller was the COVID champ. No, I was COVID. Oh, he was pre—he was thick of COVID, and then I was post-COVID. Yeah, I was like when they like started opening up and all the cases came in because that was the big one with me and Mike. Was like I think a few players went down with COVID. The real loser this season was Darren. I just have to say that. Yeah, yeah. Putting up his worst week in the semifinals is not conducive to winning. He had everything to be successful. I think he had better odds than me of winning. Okay, let's not go that far. I mean, he had an easier semifinal opponent. Mm. He had a speaking to the champion. He had a better roster. He had a better raw. I'm just speaking facts. (laughs) If you want to talk facts, you got second place in a match. 
that you were supposed to win by a wide margin. Shit happens. You know this. You're, See, this you're, is why I like Anil, you're a gambling man. You know this. <laughs> things happen that shouldn't happen. You know this. But I gambled on the right things. I was not Sacco. I have Jamar Chase, and I will be the 2023 champion. We need to go back and find that clip where I predicted all of this. You didn't predict shit. One of the pods, I was like, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to make it all the way to the championship. You're going to make it all the way to the Sacco. You're going to win the Sacco. I'm going to lose the championship. There's a clip of that somewhere. JP, why don't you put a bow on this for us? Oh, he already went to Cancun. We lost JP. I'll close us out. No, I'm here. Close us out. What? Oh shit. What's the well uh what's the saying? There's no saying. Just just wrap right. up. All right. That's a wrap, bitches. I'll see you next year. Thanks for playing. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, I'll be ready to take more of your money. David, you can end recording. I saw her today at the reception. A glass of wine in her hand. I knew she was going to meet her connection at her feet was a footloose man and I said that you can't always get what you want honey you can't always get what you want you can't always get what you want but if you try sometimes well, you might just find that you're what you need.